Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Friday, July 17th, 2020. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, folks, here we go. Another edition of the Hockey Betting Podcast. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, along with our dear friend, Cameron Stewart. Never called you Cameron. Known you 15 years. Usually do, yeah. Does you your, do you does, do when you're mad at me. Does, <laughs> does your mother call you Cameron? Yes, she does when she's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not pissed. So hi, that Cam. sounds like the wooden spoon. Hey, Cameron, get in here. Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> I didn't mean you cookies. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. I, I, you know, wash your mouth out with soap. Oh, I've had that. Uh, yeah. You know, your father's right hand was pretty good. Yeah, my I've mom never, did most of the, my mom did the disciplining in our house, Brian. Well, but <laughs> I never, Stewart. I never, I never heard of the wooden spoon. Yeah, I got the wooden spoon. It's not so bad, actually, compared to back in the day. I don't even want to talk about this stuff right now. It's amazing. If people did this stuff to kids now, they'd be in jail. But, like, I remember you used to have principles with, like, a metal ruler and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But, you know, pulling down your pants and whacking you, like, that's unheard of today. That's, that's like, that's jail time. But, yeah, my mom used to give me the wooden spoon, you know, a little spanking and stuff like that. When I ate too much food, uh, you know, stole the cookies or Stayed out playing uh, road hockey too long and didn't listen. You you know how it is, Brian. But hey, but it makes I, us the men we are today. I, well, you brought it up. I'm sorry I went <laughs> further. Uh, yes. There's a, too much information. But just just for safety's sake, for the rest of the podcast, if you want to lie down on the couch while we're doing this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Memories, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen. Uh, yep. to, to, to hockey. Yep. Uh, the the good thing is, uh, we just have to make sure that the refrigerator machines uh, in, in Edmonton are good because they got no problem with water. <laughs> Can you believe this? Hub cities. Uh oh, we got we 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 have a problem here, flooding. But no, everything's going to be okay, Brian. Uh, Good thing uh, I can't believe it too. Like you, if something is going to go wrong today, it's like it's unbelievable, right? You got the hub cities, you got Edmonton, you got a uh, flooding. But from what I've told, everything is going to be okay. They do have beautiful ice, though. That's one thing about Edmonton: great, great ice in the machines and great ice on the surface. But uh, everything's going to be all right. No need to panic. We're going to have games, and you know we've talked about this before with the NHL, and um, I got to say it again: just watching the NFL go through like the players don't even trust the league. And, you know, they're talking like really like JJ Watt came out and went wild on them and baseball thinks they can get through this. They don't know oh, Washington. They're going to play. No, they're playing in their home park and the Jays were going to go to Buffalo. They're back in Toronto. Like nobody knows what's going on. We can run a rec league better, but uh, hockey, they've been kind of quiet because they're not really screwing around. And I got to give them credit, Brian. They've been like, that's a kind of a disaster. What happened in thing. It was not natural, but you know, I got to give these guys a lot of credit. Look what they've done. They've done a great job planning it. They've taken their time, and they really, really want to get it right. 
and make sure if a couple people get it, we can still continue to play. They don't want to shut this thing down. They want to get through it. No, no. The, the NHL, and, you know, we tease them about a lot of things. Uh, I don't think it's even a contest that's been the most, I don't know if proactive is the word, but they've done their Smart. due diligence. The, mm-hmm. you know, the baseball players and the NBA players and these guys, all the whining and all the nonsense. Um, you know, the DNA, these guys got a CBA done, Cam, during all this. Yeah, yeah. I know Tarasenko, guys are bitching about in the NBA. Oh, look at the food we have. And Tarasenko's like, give me a bed and something to eat. I really don't care what it is. Like, see, that's the attitude you need to have. And that's what's going to separate these teams. And this is what we're not shrinks, Brian. I know you're my shrink usually when I come to Vegas and have a fight with my girlfriend and get upset for the day and we go for wings and it gets all better. But let's play shrink. We got to figure out what teams want to be there and what teams aren't going to be there. And that's something we can approach watching body language, attitude. But when a guy like Tarasenko, who's been injured, comes out and says, you know what, I just want to get it back on the damn ice and play, that's a good way to start. I don't want to hear people bitching about, you know, hotel rooms, situations, any of that stuff. You're there with a purpose in mind, and that's to win playoff games and eventually get to the Stanley Cup and win that. Believe me, I can lose with the best of them. But I'm telling you what this Stanley Cup tournament is going to be all about. And and we have a much more educated guess at this than other stuff. But I will just say to you, I'm not that big a soccer guy. Uh, and I'm kicking myself. Maybe I would start paying attention more to Premier League stuff. But every time the World Cup or the CONCACAF Gold Cup stuff rolls around, I get involved. And I do very, very well. Because it, it's almost the, the analogy I would draw is like the golf, the World Cup, uh, the, the, the Dell match play. When I get to watch two guys play on a, on a Thursday, and then on Friday they're going to turn around and play each other, and I know how they both played, the number be damned, I, you know, my eyeballs are telling me the right side. And that's, that's watching. And I don't, I don't care what sports, when you're handicapped in sports, watching means all. And it, the long-winded story is I do well in the World Cup, I do well in the Gold Cup, because I watch and say, well, I've seen them play, so now I know I can apply this. Two weeks ago, I started, or whatever it was, 10 days ago, I started watching this MLS tournament. Yeah, I'm all and I'm over like, it. Well there's, not, well, there's nothing else on. So I watched the, I, I just jumped in, played, uh, you know, small bets. That's something to watch, but I'm watching. Well, the, the long-winded example is last night, I hadn't seen either of these teams play, but I read about them, their style, looked up their score. The first game, was Montreal and Toronto, and I played over three plus a dollar fifteen, yep. and it was three one twenty six minutes into the game. Exactly. And so the final the final ended up being four three. I know. And then I I parlayed it to Columbus, who I did watch play Cincinnati last week, and go these guys are the real deal, and they were plus a dollar twenty, and they won. Two nothing and should have won three nothing. The one guy missed an empty net goal. Yeah, maybe it was even more. Yep. Right. So, the, so the point is, I hit a nice parlay, but it was because I I watched Columbus and I said they are gonna kill New York. I, I, they, that was like a bad number, and did my homework on the other one. So I hit a nice little thing. Well, the first thing I do, I wake up this morning. I'm looking up what are the MLS games today. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so. To get to the hockey betting podcast, that's what this tournament is going to be all about. 
We know what they all did four months ago, and we know what the rosters are on paper, but we don't know who are the guys that are going to be into it, interested, and the guys that are going to be, this is a joke and I don't want to be here. And the league is going to, you know, they want integrity, and maybe that's harsh to say it's a joke, but these guys are human beings, and there are going to be some of them that are going to get up there I'm just disinterested. I want to get back to my family. I don't, you know, I don't care who you are. They're human beings, and that's going to happen. So watching these guys is going to be the way to start handicapping. Couldn't agree more. I said it on my show, and kind of people were scoffing at me, but I, I made that exact comparison. I said this hockey tournament's going to be like the MLS. Take a look at it. Who's the hottest team? Atlanta. They suck. Couldn't even beat FC Cincinnati, one of the worst teams in the history of it. Cincinnati beats... See, beats them, and you talk about NYFC, the, the other New York team, right, in the powder blue. Oh, they're an amazing team. They can win this thing. They're horrible. That's the thing, Brian. Two of the favorites teams are getting beat down by dogs, and I look at the exact same thing when we're looking at this tournament. And, yeah, I was on the exact same games you were on last night. I had Toronto and I had Columbus. So but let's talk about the hockey. they got some lines out right now, which is awesome for, the, for these games, so we could take a look. And as we see, Brian, I don't know how, what you're going to do, more sides or totals, but we'll open things up on Saturday. This is just an early list, and obviously things can change. Guys could opt out. Things can happen. But New York Rangers and Carolina should be one of the best series there, Brian. Carolina laying 20 cents, total five and a half. I like the Canes a lot going into this. I think the Rangers are a dangerous team, still thinking about their goaltending situation. But I'm going to dip my toe in lightly, probably very small plays, but Carolina's a team I'm backing just due to talent and depth. I think they're better. I'll start off with a, a small play on Carolina. I'm not sure how you feel about that total at five and a half, probably goals. I, I, again, the, the, this first game, I, I'm probably not getting involved. Right? I, but what I would say to you is I'm with you. I, I thought Carolina was a team could make a run in this kind of thing. And I think there are, there are a boatload of teams that you can say the same thing about. But the reason I like Carolina maybe even more, and I'm not knocking these other people because I respect their opinions, but it's one of these things, Cam. I haven't heard one person other than, oh, watch out for the Rangers. And I'm like, well, what are you guys, what, what are y'all nuts about the Rangers for? Yeah. Uh, you know, if the Shersteakin kid's the goalie, that's fine. Uh, but I, I you know, I go back, I tell you what, the reason maybe I would like Carolina more than anything is, is would be, and it's nothing to do with hockey. If you, if you look at that thing they did last year, you know, the, what, what was it called? The crap they did at the end of the games was their oh, name. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the store, what was it, Storm? Uh, whatever. <laughs> but, but, you know, okay. I mean, it, it was it was fun, then it was stupid, but it was, but it was yep. like, yeah, go, go ahead, try that in a playoff series, and these teams, these teams will take your Adam's apple out. But, exactly. But, you, but, but that being said, it got the fans into it. It was harmless. But you know what? That, 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 it seems like that's a really close-knit group, and I, I think that this is a team that could go in and maybe embrace this wacko situation. But I agree. I, but you think Justin, you think Justin Williams is coming back for nothing too? See what he said. He goes, I don't, I don't come back here to screw around. I come back to win a Stanley Cup. He's the leader of that team, and he's shown up before. And you know these older guys, Brian, we've seen it before. They got time off, time to work out. You know what I mean? Maybe some of the younger guys are partying a little bit more. We don't, we're, but this is a great opportunity for a veteran player with time off to absolutely get bananas, 
start working. It's kind of like, you know, this is what we're going to do, and I'm not going to be stopped. I, I love the attitude. I know Carolina and Rod Brindamore bitched early. That was just a long time ago. I, I think Carolina, basically a pick em over the Rangers, sign me up. I, I, I love the series too. And I will tell you, having seen them, you know, in person, only a handful of times in recent years when they cut out West. But I'm telling you, with those red uniforms, Cam, they're big and fast. They 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 almost look like the Central Red Army team when they take the ice. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree, Brian. So I think we're in agreement there. Next, a lot of people are talking underdog with Chicago, Edmonton cares about the 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 the, le- the leaky arena everything's going to be okay Edmonton laying 55 cents Chicago plus 135 I got to be honest with you this totals at 6 but I don't see much defense uh in this type yeah. of game I think I'm probably going to be leaning a lot overs before I dip in my water because before I dip my toes in the water because I know Chicago can score they got Taves they got Kane they got killers on their team a lot of good young guys they're brinket like they're very very talented um also Corey Crawford uh he's not going to be playing I see goals Edmonton could be good. Koskinen could be hit and miss, but I see like five to three, five to four type of games. I'm rolling with the over, and I don't know. The Blackhawks might be worth a look as a as a dog, but I think the over is the way to go. Yeah, a lot of people talking up Chicago too. I like I, again, you know, I, I'd get on board with Chicago if I saw what I wanted to see, but too many questions. But I'm completely in agreement with you that if skill is the last thing to kind of come around, you know, where the timing's just a little off, you know, 70% of Connor McDavid and 70% of Dreisaitl, uh, you know, can produce goals. And you got Kane and Taves, the same situation on the other side. I absolutely would be looking at, at those games to go over the total. And uh, it, it's, it's looking like, at least as of today, that Malcolm Subban's going to be the goalie for the Blackhawks. Yeah. Mm, we'll, we'll see, Brian. I, I'm still down with Edmonton. I think they're a team. You talk oh, about you it, mean, though. Yeah, me Sorry. Too. No, me too. I, I everybody's you know, you know, one of these teams that had no business being in there is going to do something. Could it be Chicago? Yes, but I wouldn't discount uh, what Edmonton did all year. Yeah, Florida, Florida, and the Islanders. I think is one of the tougher series. And as the line dictates, Brian, ten cents either way. Straight up, pick them five and a half. I like the Islanders. I think they needed to pause the the button with Barry Trotz. And even though he's a great coach, it was amazing. When I came to visit you in Vegas, uh, they were the hottest team in the NHL. They walked into Washington, kicked their ass. They looked unstoppable. A lot of people put futures tickets together then at that hello. price. I think, I think, yeah, hello, exactly. I, I talked to a lot of guys, casino, you know, uh, guys in the sports book, just hockey fans. You know, we were all talking about the Islanders. But Florida's an interesting team. They have a lot of weapons. But I still think their goaltending and defense is too loose. Um, I, I like the Islanders in a, in a reset with Barry Trotz. I think they're a team that is focused uh, heading in. I would take them in the series in, in the first game in a pick situation, Bri. Uh, I'm with you, bud. I mean, the, the Florida is just so hard to trust. And the break couldn't have, the break saved the Islanders. But, you know, the thing is, too, you got Quinville on the other side. you got coaches now that you're in a series against the same team. That's an equalizer where uh, you know what my strengths are uh, in play. You know, I'll try to minimize my weaknesses, but I know your weaknesses. So the coach becomes a thing. Uh, the one thing uh, I would say to you, and I, I, I haven't decided who it is, but I would say it's kind of correlated when you're playing these games. To me, it would be Islanders in the under. Yes. Uh, or it would be Florida and the over. But I, yeah, but I don't I know agree. which side it is. I don't know who dictates. 
for me, it's probably Islanders in the under. So uh, here's an interesting one, Brian. Uh, we talk about Pittsburgh, and right now, as we speak, we're just throwing some stuff out there. Obviously, we'll put our final cards together closer to the time, but Pittsburgh's got questions with COVID-19. Montreal, Carey Price had questions. This, to me, is something I just probably stay away from. Uh, Pittsburgh, minus 180 versus uh, Montreal at plus 160, total five and a half. I want nothing to do with this series right now. For me, it's probably dog or nothing. I'm going to pass. Uh, you said it. I mean, you're not laying a dollar eighty with so many unknowns on anybody. Uh, you know, uh, it, but every Carey Price short series. Uh, you know, Carey Price is terrific, but you know they talk about Carey Price like he's Trichak. Give me a break. I know he's good. I, I, I know that's the thing. Carey Price is amazing, and he is one of the best. But I agree with you. They talk about him like he doesn't have bad nights. He has bad nights. He, he could also, when he's hot, he's the best goaltender in the National Hockey League. There's no doubt about it. But he also lets in some bad goals. If you watch hockey every night the way me and Brian do, he is an elite goaltender, but he's not perfect. And the Montreal Canadiens, the players they have, I, guys like Gallagher will be fired up for this thing. I'm not willing to, to lay it on Pittsburgh, but I'm not willing to, to bet on Montreal at that price. I need to see a lot more. Interesting, Brian, probably our fi- favorite series last game of the night on the opening night is Winnipeg and Calgary. I hear Calgary talking, getting very angry about playoff disappointments. We got to be better. We're soft. We got to show up. Winnipeg, on the other hand, no Brousseau, the back, backup tender, um, probably. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is they have Hellebuck. And Hellebuck, to me, is the type of guy, COVID-19, end of the world, Armageddon, it doesn't matter. He is working on his game and ready to go. I don't like the fact Little still has that uh, ear perforation. He's going to be out for Winnipeg. But they still have a lot of guys. And let's give this team credit. Paul Maurice did a lot. Basically, a couple guys in the American Hockey League on defense, amazing forwards. Lonnie needs to be better defensively, but he's an absolute threat. Eileen Winnipeg, I'm a little bit scared of Calgary because of their playoff disappointments, but right now, lean to Winnipeg. Well, of all the series, you know, from the day that it came out, and, you know, the one you have conviction with, again, you could be dead wrong, but I, the one that stuck out like a sore thumb was Winnipeg, and they were catching a plus price, and that got that went away, but Hellebuck's the determining factor right out of the gate. But I mean, how the hell do you sleep on Wheeler and Liney and Shifley and Ellers? They've got weapons; they can score. And I think the other thing you'd have to look at, Kim, in all these series, and I don't know that it necessarily rings true, but I would at least put some credence in. Who are some of the teams that came out of the gate good at the beginning of the season? Because it is akin to a training camp. Mm-hmm. And, and, but again, we're dealing with the, the motivation thing, but I, you know, the, the entire summer, I couldn't have been more wrong. I you thought, you know, poor Winnipeg. I mean, all year long, these defensemen were introducing themselves to one another before every game. And what Maurice did, we thought they were just going to be a disaster. And Winnipeg got off to a good start and hung in there the whole time. I, I really, I'm all, I'm all about Winnipeg here. The one guy that could upset and derail this whole thing, and he's a guy I have no concerns about showing up and caring is Kachuk. You know, I think if they, if, if they did, if they refrigerated the, the, the water outside Rogers arena in the parking lot that sits there today, he'd go out there and, and kill somebody. He would. He's, he's an absolute animal. Yeah. We're on, we're on Winnipeg. I'm just a little bit leery of Calgary with playoff disappointment. Once in a while you galvanize and get your act together. Next day, Brian, things start off early. Here we go. Uh, one of the teams that the, the, the bear of your existence here, a team that's pissed you off year after year against a team that we've been on and sometimes disappointed us as a dog, but we got Arizona and Nashville 
Nashville laying a buck 25. Oh, 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 Coyotes plus 105 total, five and a half. Nashville, is this their last kick at the can? I got to be honest with you. I don't care. COVID-19, no COVID-19. I don't know the spark on this team. Um, you know, they're a hard team for me to get behind. Whereas Arizona, you know, we're getting a plus price. I lean to the Coyotes right now. Total five and a half. Meh, probably the under. But that's the, that's the way I look at that game. Well, I'll, I'll get you thinking anyway. Uh, how many times, bud, do we play a golfer at 150 to one? Yeah. And, you know, and for, for two, three weeks, the guy's a vapor trail, and you're going, God, I just, I know, I know. And then you say, I'm done. And then the guy wins at 80 to one. Yeah, so for the sure. Week, the, the week you get off him. Well, I've been on Nashville now for three years. And, you know, it's one of those things that, like, I'm going to get off them. And, and I wonder if this stupid virus is a thing that somehow, with no expectations, all of a sudden Nashville's, what I believe is there, somehow kicks in. But I, it's, it's just hard to trust them. Arizona, uh, you know, Kessel was really good throughout the season. I, you know, it was. Is, it, is it Phil Kessel going to show up at a thing like this and be flying all over the place? I don't know. I want to see. He might. Yeah, that's the thing. Is he hit? Is he hitting the street dog guy? You know, hey, buddy. Yeah, remember the guy in Toronto? Hey, Phil Kessel's putting my kids through college. He loves street meat. But Or is he actually, like, thinking about this stuff? And you know when Phil Kessel wants to play, he can actually be oh. one of the best players in the league. The guy's a good, great hockey player. And I actually, it bothered me in Toronto. People ripped him all the time. I still thought Kessel was decent. I know he took nights off, but he's a damn good hockey player. I... I I lean Arizona here, but you're right. Nashville could show up. I think that's a very, very tough one. But as we said, we're not just jumping in with full units right now. We're going to see how things play out like we did in the MLS. I saw it. We said Atlanta doesn't look good. This other team looks like they want to go home. These are the ways to attack the series. Next game on the board, Brian, should be a good one. Philadelphia full marks. This guy's been, they've been one of the biggest surprises in the league. Philadelphia and Boston. Boston laying 35 cents. Flyers plus 115. Total five and a half. I want to take Philadelphia, but I'm not sure if that break helped these guys. They were really on a tootsie roll. And as for the Bruins, they're just consummate professionals. They find ways all the time. I got to be honest with you. This might be, even the Bruins are 35 cents. It might be a good play. I'm not sure how Philadelphia, the break is, uh, I think it probably hurts them more than helps them. I'll take Boston on the puck line plus a nice. yeah, plus a dollar seventy. Listen, everybody! Oh, Philly, Philly, Philly! I, I'm hearing Philly yeah, from so many people, and I'm like, well, okay, God bless if they do it. I'll tip my hat to them. But go look at Philly; they have the best home record in hockey, and we're two yep. games below five hundred on the road. All right, they ain't playing any games at home in this thing. I don't understand how people are going bananas about Philadelphia. You know, you, you know what? Good for them. You found a way to be dominant at home, have a good season, and, and you know, and then you get to the playoffs and you take your chances. But all I've seen is, you know, if you couldn't beat these guys at home. If, if you get them out of that building, and now we're talking neutral ice, who's the better team? I mean, it's no contest. Boston's a better team. Boston's a better team. Tuka Rask will be ready to go. I'm not sure how the break's going to uh, – it's probably going to hurt Car- Connor, Carter Hart because he was looking really, really good. I'm with you, Brian. I think Boston is simply a better team. I'll lay the 35 cents and 
probably put them in parlays to plus money. I know you like the puck line. I do it sometimes, but it's one of those things, the empty netter, sometimes it goes your way, sometimes it doesn't. I'll just take a, a minus 135 and find another dance partner and well, turn it into a well, plus price. By the way, the one thing we should say, I, I necessarily wouldn't do that uh, in this first game, but generally speaking, this is a round-robin game. Yep. These games are different than the, the best of five play-in games. You can live to fight another day. And uh, if coaches sit there and say, I'm going to use these round-robin games, I don't, you know, what Boston was a runaway, uh, you know, in the East, and you're sitting there, and now it's like, oh, wait, we might not be the top seed. I, who the hell cares? Who do, you, who, who do you care? You're worried about who you may or may not play. Hockey I'm doesn't using, matter. It's the only I'm sport. Using, Right, Brian? Like, look at the other sports. We could talk right now in the NBA. I could list five teams in my, in my one hand. Nobody else is going to win that tournament. I don't care if it's in a bubble in Orlando at COVID-19. Hockey, you can make a case for what? 10, 11 teams? Like, that's the thing. It's a different sport. Hot goaltender, guys get uh, catch fire at certain times. It's different. Main players get hurt because it's so rugged. That's the thing. Seating doesn't matter in hockey. Underdogs win all the time. Look at St. Louis. They won the Stanley Cup. There's, right? there's, no, there's no getting around it. But, but maybe in this series would be the anomaly of the round robin series. But my point would be, I would look at the coach because I could, I could care less. They all say the right things. We want to win. Yeah, okay, sure, whatever. What yep. matters is that you're you've built to a crescendo to be ready to go when you get to the stage where the games you lose and you go home. I, if, I, if I'm a coach uh, in these round-robin games, I mean, yeah, I want to win. But I want to be ready when I get my first-round opponent. So I'm not shortening my bench in the third period in a close game. I'm rolling four lines. I want everybody to be ready to go, and it matters. Mm-hmm. So, so, so playing somebody like, oh, my God, they're, they're desperate to win this game. I don't think winning these games They'll talk about the integrity of them. It don't mean a hill of beans to me. So generally speaking, I would not say that with Boston and Philly, but many of the other round robins, I'm looking for those games to go over the total because I don't think they'll be there crashing each other through the boards. There's not, I don't know about the hate building up. It's a one-off until you get to the series that you're going to be playing somebody night after night after night. I think there's going to be open ice. I think they're going to be working on stuff, and I don't think there's going to be intensity generally not these this, these two guys but generally i'm looking for overs in the round robin games does that make sense yeah it makes sense let's talk about this one man this one's one of the best brian st louis and colorado you bring up that point excellent excellent series this one's a straight up pick them the blues i like the attitude of tarasenko as i said at the start of the show colorado one of the favorites to win the stanley cup they're absolutely deep great defense great goaltending amazing forwards total five and a half so basically, by your theory, even though this would seem, as you, in your words, a nut under, you might even want to go over because these teams are going to be trying out some things, two of the favorites to win the Cup, buddy. Yep, and I, I give St. Louis such full credit, full march, uh, for bouncing back no Stanley Cup hangover. But you know what? In a round-robin game where it ain't the end of the world, uh, in, in the first look at it, I'm all about Colorado in this spot because the one thing is the, McKinnon and these guys, they're going to be flying. They're a fast team. You know, St. Louis won the cup last year with their four, with their fourth line when they beat the hell out of teams and, and beat them up by the end of a seven-game series. Yep, exactly. In a one-off, in a one-off I, think, I think Colorado could skate rings around these guys. I, I, what's that number? Even. Pick them. Yeah, I like, well, I like Colorado to win the cup. But 
I, I like Colorado in this game. I'll tell you who I'm starting. I have a piece of Colorado at 15 to one, but I'll get to something a, a little bit later on, and uh, I'll tell you another team there. But next up, Brian. Oh, oh, look who it is! It's the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. Lease laying 60 cents. Come Columbus! What a dog! <laughs> plus 140 total six i like the over i can tell you one thing i don't care if it's six i think both teams could score there that this this is going to be a lightning video game style what does toronto do well they're fast what does columbus do they 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 could play that style too they got seth jones back i'm not sure about the goaltending on both sides with elvis and anderson I, i think we can have like five to four type hockey games i see shinny style you know, I like the Leafs in the series, but everyone that's told me they like Columbus, I'm listening because the addition of Seth Jones, uh, that's a big, big deal. If he was out, I'd love Toronto more, but he does it all. Points, good defensively, one of the best players in the league. We'll see what happens, Brian. should be a very exciting series. If you like fast hockey, this is your series. Well, I do like Columbus in the series. and Just other than I just have this feeling, you know, that – they're going to play a simplistic dump and chase, get it in deep, wear the Leafs' defense down. Tortorella, once again, you know, he's in the Jack Adams discussion. I think that there's a coaching edge uh, for the Blue Jackets. And, and from a, you know, a stylistic kind of thing, teams that are going to show up and, and play like they care, yeah, I think Columbus is just going to be playing a north-south game. I, I do. I, kind of, I like Columbus for the series. And to me, if I like him for the series, you know, the key is to get off to a fast start in the series. So um, I, I would be looking at the Blue Jackets in game one. It's a great price. Uh, me, even me, who's, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. It, I'll, I'm cheering for the Leafs. I'll probably put money on the Leafs. Uh, I think Columbus at plus 140. It's something that I like as a, as a, as a better. You got to put your, uh, you know, your passions aside. Columbus for value is the play in that series. The Leafs should be a buck 20, not a buck and six. You know, you know what I would say to you, buddy? I, I like, I do. I like, I, you know, I've, I've talked about the two series I like, Winnipeg and Columbus. But honestly, the more I think about it, if Columbus is going to win this series, you know, I think they got to you know, get their attention and get the lead. If, if, over the course of a series, Toronto has you know, way better players. There's no getting around it. So in a weird way, if you like Columbus for the series, the actual safer play might be to just play them in game one. Because yeah. if they're going to win the series, they got to win game one. So, you know, so if you're, if you're wrong on the, if you're, uh, you could be right on game one and wrong in the series. You know, I like that attitude. And then if you like the Leafs, if they lose the first game, they could come back and you get them at a price rather than laying. So maybe that's the way I should approach it. See, Brian, you know, wise wisdom from Brian Blessing. This guy knows what he's doing and it's going to be hard to show patience, but we're getting older. And actually I have shown patience in the MLS and done some good live betting. And yeah, it's, it's been good. Sometimes you just can't be clicking on everything you gotta wait final game brian this one's very tough for me um great game late night game minnesota and vancouver the canucks laying 20 cents minnesota's plus 100 uh total five and a half i like this young vancouver team but minnesota kind of scares me with some gritty veterans i think this series is going to be uh actually very very tight very tight i was making some pretty good change cam uh in the in the oh, minnesota overs minnesota yeah, overs but- they were a dead over team, man. Mm. Do you remember? Do you remember that when we were doing the? Oh, I do. We were, we were on a tootsie roll. We hit them like it uh, was a tootsie like roll. Out of ten, yeah, it was great. I mean, they, you know, I mean, they come at you, but you know, I mean, and the goalie's a great equalizer, but boy, they're they're no great shakes in their own end. Let me tell you, I I, I know Vancouver, man. 
I so you know I did I did a show last week out of Canada, and there's an index that's out there. We can throw this out there, uh, and maybe you've seen this where you shop, and it was who's the player or was an index odds to have the most points in the play-in round, right? And the rat went off, you know, Matthews and this one and that yeah. one. And they go, well, who do you like? And I go, well, I didn't even know the thing was out there. I said, well, I said, well, go down the list. I said, stop when you see a Swedish player. <laughs> I said, these guys, these yeah. guys were skating in Sweden the whole summer, right? So finally he goes, he goes, Pedersen. I go, son, there it is. 25 to one to have the most points in the playing round. Because they said, first of all, there's two things in play for something like that. Uh, I, yeah, and a kid like that, I, I could see him getting two, two, three point games. But his boys, part of the handicap is you better be looking for a series you think goes five games. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like a guy. So I think I think that Vancouver Minnesota thing goes five. I know. I agree. I think that's uh, that's a wicked, wicked series. I think it's an underrated series. I think it's an over series, Brian. I think we're going to be all over that stuff. Another guy. I'm going to tell you another guy that people aren't talking about. Uh, he's not Swedish, but people are talking trade rumors. Brock Besser. I think he'd be a crazy, crazy underdog too. probably get him in like the 40 or 50 range. Uh, I, I think the Canucks score a lot of goals. So m- maybe you can sprinkle on a couple of guys. Final two games, buddy, on Monday. And these are the big boys. Oh, here we go, Brian. Washington and Tampa Bay. The Lightning laying minus 125. Capitals plus 105. Total. Uh-oh. Six and a half blessing. What do we do with Washington and Tampa Bay? I'll leave this one to you. I'm go- that's a big total. Well, I, it's a round robin game, right? That total's right. That's the right number. Yeah, it is. I'd probably watch it, Cam. Uh, there are there are a lot of weapons out there. I, I guess you could look over the total, but part of me would say. No one's talked about Washington. I know we did a little bit. They're being disrespected. Big, big picture, right? I mean, Tampa, Boston, but I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sleep on Washington. And, and I just, I wonder if this game isn't kind of one of these, like, and, and, I, and to me, like, if you're going to watch the Caps and say, I got to find out, you know, do these guys want to be there? And Ovechkin would be the right out of the gate. Is he running around rolling people? And you know, playing his regular game, or is, does he think this thing's a joke? But I, I certainly opt on the side of he's a warrior and he's going to show up. But I think what you said, I think they're just being disrespected, and I can see Washington making this kind of thing a statement game. Like, hey, boys, we're here. I agree with that. I agree because here's another thing about Tampa Bay: people just assume that they're going to get off and show up and whatever. Stamco still has a lot of question marks. I'm not. <clears throat> everyone. Yes, Tampa Bay is an awesome team, but I, me and you probably watch all their games. Like I watch the Leafs play them, and the scoring chances that Tampa Bay gives up, it's like, sure, they win some of these games 5-4, to four, but I'm not saying they're the best. Like I like other teams more than them. Like I'm not just going to give them the Eastern Conference. I think Carolina can play with them. I think Boston can play with them. The Leafs, no, they're probably a little, little bit below on the tier, but I just – I think Washington can play with Tampa Bay, and I agree with you. If you're going to give me plus 105, Brian, I'm not going in like full units, but I'm going to sprinkle on the Capitals to make a statement and say, hey, Tampa, we're still here. I'm with you. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, and by the way, this game, that could be a nasty game. Tampa Bay's got an edge to them. They're, oh, we they're like no, no, no. Let's just call it out for what it is. They're dirty. 
They're well, edge to them. But they, that Chernak guy, he's he, he's an animal. He's like a new he's a new breed, the dirty slew footer. Uh, Kucherov does the same thing. Like let's call it out for what it is. You're a Saber yeah. fan. What they did to the Buffalo Sabers was criminal. They did the same thing to the Leafs when I play them. I see them like slew footing Marner and Matthews. Like these guys are a dirty hockey team, but they're a very good hockey team. But they're dirty. In a weird way, we'll move on from that. But in a yeah. weird way, it might be the best thing ever happened to Tampa Bay is if Washington beats the hell out of them. You know, I know. I mean, if Tampa gets the wake up call, you know, but, but like I see Washington showing up going, you know, trying to make a statement that we're here. I think Tampa just thinks they're so good, but it might ultimately might be the best thing in the world for them is to get torched in the first game. I agree, buddy. And the final game. Yeah. Dallas Stars versus, I'm not going to call them your Vegas Golden Knights, but your hometown team. This is a very interesting ga- uh, game in a contrast of styles. Dallas, they kind of want to play that game and wait for you to make the mistake, but Vegas can play that game too. Vegas is kind of like a boa constrictor. You know, they could score a goal. And what's happening with Flurry and Leonard, Brian, and that's the beautiful thing. Great move by Vegas to get Leonard because I don't know what's going to happen. They have no problem. If he has to play, he will play. And I'm going to put this down. I think the Vegas Golden Knights, I have Colorado. I'm putting money on the Vegas Golden Knights to win the Stanley Cup. That's well, the team. Yeah, and I, I would I would go under the total. Because I, I, I'll tell you right now, I heard it here. Uh, Robin Leonard is starting that game. Damn right he All is. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what's going on. And this is absolutely befuddling to me. Uh, I went to the Golden Knights' first practice of training camp on Monday. Yeah, the masks and the sort. It is 20 media members and we're in there watching. Leonard was unbeatable in the thing. But Flurry didn't skate. Yes. So, mm-hmm. So they, they come out and they say, oh, where's Flurry? It was, it, well, it was a maintenance day. And I'm like, so now I'm sitting there going, it's a maintenance day. You've been off four and a half months. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, for, so I, you know, the Spidey sense, right? I mean, everything's flying in my head. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Something's up. They go, well, so all they said was it wasn't COVID related. They didn't use the words unfit to play. They didn't say anything. Right? So the second day, camp comes he's not on the ice oh there he is behind the bench you know laughing it up or whatever so you see him so they so they they roll him out there so to calm everybody down or whatever right and i'm like well that doesn't change nothing to me he's got to be hurt something's up and so the media guys they don't ask They, 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 they you do these zoom calls now right where you raise your hand on, on the, the interview and you ask a question, and then you're gone. You can't follow up. So the way the question was asked is, well, what's the deal with the goalie situation? He goes, we've got two great goalies. We're going to use them both. <laughs> and, and that was the end of it, right? I'm like, that was yeah, yeah, but what about Flurry? So, so, they, so, they, so they skate by it the second day. So now I'm on my hockey show playing soap opera music on Tuesday, going, all my goalies, as the goalie turns, going, this guy's hurt. And, and they're all following it like lambs to the slaughter. Like, like it ain't nothing. He it's, doesn't it's, show up. He doesn't show it, up Wednesday. It's He's something. not on the ice for the third day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, I'm going to go, what? Right. So then finally, DeBoer says, well, what he has, you know, it's not significant. Oh, hello. Thank you. 72 hours after the start of training game. Well, what he has isn't significant. It means he has something wrong. Yes. Right. <laughs> I mean, I just unbelievable. So now they said, well, the plan is, I, I love this stuff, the, the covert operation, right? 
They go, the plan is he'll be on the ice by the weekend. Well, Thursday they're off. Well, all they, by saying the plan is they bought 48 more hours. So the soap opera this morning is, does this guy show up uh, at the rink today? This should be on ESPN.com, NHL.com. This should be news all around the NHL. Marc-Andre Fleury isn't skating in Vegas. And Leonard's getting all the work. Leonard is going to be the goalie for the Golden Knights. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and we talked about this before. Now the fact that you went out and got Robin Leonard, who is wicked and can get he can be the hottest goaltender in the National Hockey League, that's so smooth for Vegas. Like now that with that that is absolutely season saving. But I'm gonna tell you, I agree with you hundred percent. Dallas Vegas, I see a two to one game. Three to one, three to two tops. It's five and a half. Keep digging, Brian. Give me the under. Probably Vegas and the under. They're a better team. Dallas is tough. Don't ever count out the stars. They can play that style, but I like Vegas and Leonard, and I'm going to be honest with you. If Leonard gets hot, watch out National Hockey League because that guy is amazing. You saw when he went to Vegas, Brian, the first few games, like this guy was standing on his head. Like, he 3-0. 3-0. Cam, Monday, the first gate, right out of the gate, they come out, you know, they warm the goalie up or whatever, don't kill him. Then they start doing drills. Every drill is a two-on-one, and they're coming in. This guy was catching pucks with his teeth. And I'm telling you, it took, it took me back 20 years that, it, and this went on for three days, where finally nobody could beat the guy, and he was like, like laughing at him, like it was like he's like you know thumbing his nose at him, like this is all you got, yeah. And to the point where on on Wednesday, some uh, you know a prospect, this kid Patrick Brown, scored a goal on Leonard, and the players on the ice, they all went like uh, screaming and yelling. It, because they scored a goal on the guy <laughs> in practice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you need a pistol to beat him right now. And yeah. the only thing is, and I swear to God, if I'm, I get this goofball mindset for stuff like this, but they, they, they just brought some prospect kid in. It was going to be out on the ice today. I wouldn't want to be this kid because they're going to light this kid up today like a firecracker uh, because they've been so frustrated. It's a double-edged sword. You know your goalie's doing good, but these guys can't score in practice. And, and you hope like hell that when they get in the games that they're not snake bit, can't score because they haven't put the puck in the net for 10 days of training camp. It's an excellent point. That's the thing. He's, he's doing so. He looks great, but whatever. Now the player's like, oh, my God, you hope they don't grip the stick too tight. Well, there it is, Brian. So when I'm going through the list, these are early leans, but this is what I got for you. I like Carolina at minus 120 against the Rangers. That looks good to me. We both like Boston. It's only 35 cents, and we'll parlay them to put them in big things. Lean to Colorado, even versus St. Louis. We like that over in Minnesota, Vancouver, over five and a half, and under in Vegas, Dallas, five and a half. Lean to the Vegas Golden Knights at 125, buddy. Those are my initial. And I'm going to lay the big number. Uh, I'll take Dennis Connor in the boat race in the uh, uh, sailboat race in the parking lot up in the bubble in Edmonton. <laughs> in the sailboat race. Uh, <laughs> so, what are you? Doing? Are you going golfing, or what's the deal? Like, uh, where are you? When now? Yeah. No, are you on a golf course? Oh, no, you're, I'm on my oh, you're on your patio. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm, just, I'm sitting here making gravy. It's going to be 109 today. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like uh, that's that's not cool. I I can't even handle. It. Yeah, you know me, Brian. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. But anyway, it's all good, buddy. So, <laughs> any 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 closing thoughts, pal? Camp is up and running. I, it, just as an overview, just watching Vegas, they look good. They do. You know, they, they, no, no, I'm just saying they didn't look 
Because, you know, normally training camp, these guys play the beauty league and all that crap in the summer. And they, and they show up and they're, they're okay. I mean, this is like four and a half months where most of them weren't doing anything. They had the clown around, skating around cones nonsense uh, for four weeks coming in. But I will say this, Vegas looked good. They, I, they didn't look like a batch of guys that were, you know, uh, way off. And you're hearing reports out of Boston, Cassidy saying, it's one of the best practices we ever had. Quinville in, in Florida is sitting there going, this is the best practice we ever had. Honestly, I think these guys are going to come out of the gate across the board, the majority of them, and we're going to be so pleasantly surprised that the quality of the hockey is really good. Yeah, well, the, look at the quality of all, all like the the other sports we came back. Remember golf? I can't believe these guys are going that low. Professional athletes get it, and I'm with you. I hate to say it, but betting the overs in these games, and, and I, know, I know Leonard looks good, but I'm going to say the players are going to be ahead of the goaltenders right now because I think they're ready to rock. That's just my opinion, Brian, but you know, those are things that I like, and we'll crunch these numbers closer uh, to the time when they drop the puck. And and the, by the sounds of things, it looks pretty good. Uh, hopefully nobody opts out, no more COVID stories, and we can get hockey going, buddy, because I, I am Jonesy. I'm going to wet my pants for hockey right now. Yeah, well, you know, you can go get a, uh, get, some you know, get, a maple, get a Maple Leafs logo diaper, and you'll be fine. Listen, let's wrap it up. I want to tell you something. Uh, the hockey fans that are out there that have been listening to this thing right along, even when it was great talking numbers and games, uh, we're getting close. So, uh, you know, I want to say hi to all the hockey fans out there that have been yep. following along with us. We love y'all. Yeah, we appreciate it. Tell your buddies, you know, subscribe, hit, hit the like button. Hey, we, we want to, we keep on doing this for a while, Brian. We want to hit some winners, put money in people's pockets. It's tough to make money these days, but I love you, buddy. Enjoy the day and, uh, can't wait for this thing to get started. I can't. And if you can listen, don't, if, if you change your mind and decide to go to the games in Edmonton, don't forget your water wings. Me, 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 me. Brian Blessing, everybody. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles, try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button and give us a review, give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause, and for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. 
and do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.